Je ne veux pas travailler, je ne veux pas déjeuner, je me fais soumer oublier, puis je fume. Oh, not better. <laughs> in an alternative universe, I would have been a singer. Okay, but in this current universe, I'm stuck in Paris. For all of you tuning in weekly, you know that I have made my way all the way to Europe. And currently, the situation is my flights have been cancelled. So I have been spending an extended period of time in France. Again, okay, I'm no longer in Paris, but I, I had quite a lot of experiences. So today, I'm going to share with you how to get more bang for your buck, okay? While you are in Paris. And yes, 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 okay? Okay, I gotta be very real here. <laughs> My only reference before I came here was Emily in Paris. Yes, one shallow, okay? Very stereotypical, very shallow. <laughs> but I have a lot more to share now that I am here. So yeah, welcome back to interesting episode of Reggie and Emily in Paris. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So good morning, everyone. I welcome you to another day with the Financial Coconut. In our podcast, debunking financial myths, discovering best financial practices, and discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life. You get it. Ultimately, empowering us create a life we love while managing our finances. Well, my name is Reggie, aka your chief financial coconut, and yes, I am stuck with Emily huh, in Paris. <laughs> so today we're gonna do a tangent topic. Everybody very stressed. Market's a bit crazy, you know, and all that jazz. So we'll just do a little bit something more fun, okay? And and share with you a little bit of my experience in Paris so far and some tips and tricks that I've gathered. Hopefully give you some core ideas to decide whether you want to come here. Honest feedback at this point in time, don't come lah, don't come. Okay, everything is very expensive. They're experiencing very serious inflation. You have strikes everywhere. Flights are getting cancelled. Yeah, all sorts of stuff, right? So I actually flew into London at first. So I didn't come. Paris wasn't my first stop. So London was my first stop and I flew into the strike, right? So yeah, second day when I landed in London, everything was on strike. So no train, no underground, no subway and it's quite messy also over there, right? So all that jazz. And now that I was in Paris, uh, there was a little bit of disruption here and there. My flights were cancelled. So yeah, you get the idea, okay? And don't come. Don't come during winter. You don't know if Russia's going to cut off the gas and all that. Right? So, so but all those very heavy topics, okay? We don't go there. Eh? But eventually, maybe, maybe some of you will be very excited to come and visit Paris because as I was doing a lot of calls while I was here, when I tell people I'm in Paris, my, oh, their face is like, oh my God, you're in Paris. Wow. So I was like, okay, I get it. Paris marketing, amazing, right? So France has been doing a great job marketing itself over the decades, not just now. And Emily in Paris probably is just the latest effort. And I'm very sure, okay, very, very sure. Some sort of French tourism board has sponsored this show on some level or another. Okay, <laughs> something funny, right? I think, I think, Netflix say they don't take ads, right? There's no ads, okay? Maybe now they have changed their position, but for the longest time, they say, oh, we have no ads. But if you are a producer or you consume content on another level, you realize that the whole show on Emily Paris is an ad, right? 
they bring this, <laughs> they get Mindy to sing at the bridge. <laughs> you know? They go to this random set and stand down there and then they perform behind the statue, the museum. Right? And every episode, Emily wears very beautifully and different designer, different brand. Right? So, so all those things are sponsored, I guarantee you. Right? <laughs> so Netflix has uh, refined what we call a native advertisement, right? Where you don't know that it's an ad, but it's putting all these things in front of you so much so that you don't even feel like it's an advertisement. You're just consuming it. It's amazing what they have been doing. And just for update's sake, right? Currently, I am in Rouen, the capital of Normandy. So I came all the way to look for Gabrielle's restaurant. <laughs> okay, if you never consume Emily in Paris, right, you will be a bit lost about what I'm saying right? because there are all these references. And I hope it's a fun episode because yeah, I'm going to do some of these like movie references things or like series. And if, if it's fun, if, if today you like the episode, you think it's quality, you think it's good. I'm going to do some of these things, right? Because like Squid Game, Atypical, some of these other things that I also consume and I thought it was very interesting. There's some lessons that we can learn and we can, you know, uh, kind of harness from there. So if you like, you know, these kind of movie references, you think it's a bit funnier, like, share, subscribe. Let me know, okay? You can DM me on Telegram. But yes, my first impression of Paris is it's the same. <laughs> At every corner, it looks the same, right? At first, okay, when you, when you first come up from the metro and then you look, so I landed quite late, right? So by the time I started experiencing Paris, it was like early in the morning. So I came out from the metro and I see, wow, quite nice, uh, the building, quite interesting. After that, then I turn around, I look at another corner, wow, quite nice, uh, the building, very interesting. I look at another corner, every corner looks the same. <laughs> So if you're in the heart of the city, which is Paris City, right? Near the Louvre, near uh, Hotel Dumont, all, all those kind of places like right smack in the city. Every corner looks like the same corner, right? It's very standardized. The color is about the same. Every <laughs> it's, it's very, yeah, like very stereotypical. You don't need to be too excited because after a few corners, after a few streets, you don't take photo, they all look the same. So just take one and you can say whatever you want to say. <laughs> And yes, Notre Dame is still being fixed. I think it's going to take a long time, but it's very exquisite, you know, on the, the way it looks on the outside. The Louvre, okay, you can go. Uh, I think all those places you kind of must go, right, since you already come here. What really made me feel like, wow, this is quite interesting was that the Louvre was a palace, right? So, and during the revolution, of course, okay, I don't just watch Emily in Paris. I know a little bit. Liberté, liberté, okay? I know the revolution, the French revolution. So when they killed the French aristocrats and the nobility, right? So they killed all the rich people. Essentially, the people took over some of these places, right? So the palace became the Louvre, right? Which is a museum today. Of course, it didn't become the Louvre at first. But now, at this point in time, when I went to the Louvre, I was like, wow, palace really quite nice, huh? <laughs> so, and I made me wonder, wow, what is Elizabeth doing? Huh? Like, how many palaces? How is it like where Liz is staying? Okay, not, not suggesting anything, but yes. But to be very clear, after a few museums, you'll be very Siena. It's the next museum. Oh, another museum. Oh, another statue. Oh, another carving. Unless you are knee deep in learning about these things, you really want to know or you speak the language, which I don't. Okay, clearly the front, when I sang that small little verse, right? I sing at least 30 times uh, <laughs> to get to, to get to like, okay, this sounds close enough okay, that I will not get flamed too badly. But yeah, if you're not, too deep into the French culture and you're just mesmerized by the show or you're mesmerized by the marketing, then yeah, uh, just go to the Louvre, you know, uh, go to Eiffel Tower, go to those places and you only need about three, four days if you are really just only going for those places. And it's well and beautiful, you can move on, okay? Because honestly, I'm that level. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not like deep and geeky about France, okay? And it's good, right? But after a while, it's the same statue or the same looking statue, another thing that they stole from another part of Africa and, you know, Southeast Asia, whatever. So great, have a good time and you're done. In a few days, more or less, you're there. 
I think the interesting part is the food. Okay, the interesting part is the food. I think in Singapore, you pay quite a bit, right? For patissiere, you know, and boulangerie and some of those things, right? You croissant, baguette, pao chocolat, you know, whatever, like lemon meringue tart or uh, sanghon, whatever you, you have, right? So a lot of pastry that we pay a lot for when we go like high tea, high tea on the weekend, right? We work very hard the whole week. Then we go to our friends or go cafe hopping. Then we spend a lot of money to eat those things. When you come here, right? It's everywhere. It's like your... <laughs> Like your QQ bread or your, what do you call that? What's the other one? Uh, Yakun Kaya Toast or what is the other one? Uh, uh, bread top. It's, it's, it's as good as that. Every corner sells these things, right? So your lemon meringue, your sanghon, your crepes, everything is everywhere. Okay, it's very easy. It's the cheapest option, which is not technically cheap, about four euro, five euro for a baguette or a sandwich. A baguette with, with, with things inside. Just a baguette alone is a one euro. Right? So on average, that's about the range and that's the cheapest place to eat. You will find it very exciting at first, like me. I was like, wow, wow, pastry is so nice, so cheap. Trust me, same thing, right? After the fifth patisserie, you'll be like, enough, enough. <laughs> so then the next stereotype about Paris is it's very unsafe, right? So a lot of people ask me, Are you, is it very unsafe? You know, is it like uh, very easy to get robbed, a lot of scammers, blah, blah, blah. And... Um, Personally, I didn't feel a lot of that. Okay, firstly, I never carry much cash around me. I was just using travel card, right? And I hope they sponsor us, but I use WISE, okay? So you treat Revolut WISE, I use WISE. And yeah, pretty much, it, it was very easy for me. I didn't really find it very difficult or very scamish or challenging. At least not particularly stand up because I've been to Istanbul, there were a little bit of scammers here and there, try to shine shoe you and try to make make you pay them. So similar in Paris, you get some of those people and some of those things you can tell. Stay away from them. Yeah, it's got to be a little bit street smart. I can't really point out. It's not like a crime show, you know? <laughs> We're not going there. But is it actually that unsafe? I will say no. But for clarity's sake, I only take the metro, right? So I only took the metro. And I know some people say the RER, which is a little bit like the KTM for our Malaysian listeners. Singapore doesn't really have any other thing, right? So it just feels like everything is MRT, okay? But in bigger countries, there are like high-speed metro services and there are also, you know, intercity or, yeah, intercity trains that sometimes run through multiple stops within the city. That's kind of like the RER, okay? So similar to the KTM in Malaysia, some people say the RER is a bit more dangerous or in the north of Paris, uh, a bit a bit more dangerous. Okay, so be it. Just be street smart, okay? Don't go out late at night. Don't walk the, the back alley. It's a standard stuff, okay? I don't really think I need to educate all of us. <laughs> We're all quite mature. But if you ask me, honestly, do I feel like it's very unsafe? I didn't feel that it was very unsafe, okay? But be street smart lah. Okay, after all that rambling and setting the context, now you know, okay, I'm the Emily in Paris kind of reference. Okay, Reggie and Emily in Paris, huh? <laughs> I'm going to give you some experiences so far, some tips, okay? My first tip for all of you, if you are thinking of coming to Paris, number one is don't trust Google Review. <laughs> Google Review is horrible here, okay? And never ever go to any place that doesn't need to queue. Yes, the French also like to queue and the tourists also like to queue. Yeah, they're no different from the Asian. Right? It's the same. <laughs> In Paris, if you go to patisserie or you go to the boulangerie, like what we've said for bakery, that's your cheapest option for dining out. Okay, if you sit in a mediocre restaurant, 15 euro, 20 euro, mediocre. Okay, and uh, quality come in subpar. Don't go to these kind of places. Very random, just like, oh, you walk, 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 shopping, shopping, they'll be like, oh, hungry, uh, let's just eat here. Tend to be so-so. 
Okay. <laughs> so all the places that are good in Paris are fully booked. You must call in advance. You must call in to book. Best you call two day, three day in advance to book. Okay, you ask your local friends or you try to ask people around where, where it's nice. Even for us, when we travel, a bit hit and miss. I won't say I have very good recommendation for you. But what I can be very certain is if you can walk into the restaurant, it probably is not good. Okay, you must call and go in. And if there's no queue, it probably also no good. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what the Google review say. Four and a half star, four and six star, four and eight star, whatever. I've tried a few of them, especially the celebrity ones. Horrible. Don't go. Don't, don't bother. Don't even bother those things. Okay. Ask your friends, ask the locals, concierge, ask your Airbnb, landlord, whoever. Ask them what is the places, where are the places that they go to? Where do they bring their good friends? And those are the places that you will want to go. If you want to save a little bit of money. Okay. That's what I realized. Traveling in Europe, you know, it, and in Japan, some of these other places that I've been to, you can very readily, Think of it as a very expensive place to go because everybody tells you it's a very expensive place to go or there's another way out where you can cook some of your meals and reduce your spending in that way and then just focus your firepower on eating at the best and the famous places. So if you choose to take the latter version, then you're in for quite a treat. They have, they have quite good produce here, good cheese, you know, quality, high quality milk, a lot of those very creamy stuff. It's great. It's very affordable here. It's good quality. France grow a lot of their own stuff. Yeah, relative to some of their other neighbors, they do grow a little bit more. So quality of stuff is quite good. A lot of local produce. So cost of groceries is relatively low. And trust me, if you stay here for five days, six days, up to a month like me, you will be very sane of the patisserie, the boulangerie, the restaurant, whatever, you'll be very bored of it, okay, after a while. So if you stay for long, you will start to eat like the locals. So you eat breakfast at home, you know, maybe you will pack some lunch, we'd go to the park and you go to a good restaurant at night. Probably that's kind of the plan. If you do it that way, it will not be as expensive. Maybe one restaurant, full meal, entree, plat and dessert, that means the starters, the mains and the dessert will set you back about 35, 40 euro, the good ones. Uh, like I said, the, the mid-tier ones will be like 20, 15, 20, 25 euros. Don't go for those. If you can walk in, <laughs> forget it. it, tends to be so-so. Conserve your firepower, eat at the boulangerie, eat at the bakery, eat at home and then yeah, spend on the big ones. I think that's the, the way to go lah, to really live uh, the experience in Paris. Not eat random, okay? And so on that basis, in order to go to those good restaurants, you must book in advance. Okay, book, book, book. Remember, don't walk in. Okay, book in advance. Two day, three day in advance. If you have friends who've been here, ask them for recommendations. I think that's a better game plan than just randomly go around. Which brings me to point number two, and that is not to stay within Paris city center. I have another place that I stayed in that I thought was very, very nice. I'm going to share with you after a word from our sponsor. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, so I stayed at this other place called Vincennes. Okay, Vincennes, you spell it as V-I-N-C. 
C E N N E S, not Vicenis. Huh? <laughs> it's okay, like you can butcher French names because they butcher everyone else. Okay, I, I think it's fine. Okay, whatever. But if you want to ask for directions, Vincennes, Vincennes, not Vicenis. Okay, so I actually stay at the last stop of the Metro One. Chateau de Vincennes, which is the castle or the palace of Vincennes. Okay, Chateau de Vincennes. And Vincennes is like a site on, it's like a Tampanese. Okay, like a site enclave of Singapore where it has its own ecosystem, it has its own little place, own little patisserie, own little museum, theater. You know, it's, it's a place where people live. It's like a bit suburby. And then it's about 15 minutes or 20 minutes, about 20 minutes metro to town. Which is the Louvre, your Hotel Dumont, whatever, right? So all the main attractions are about 20 minutes uh, right away from Metro. Personally, I'm a big fan, big fan. Whether it's Japan, Korea, I've tried many places. I've tried st- Istanbul, same. I've tried staying in the heart of the tourist areas and I've tried doing something similar, which I am a little bit more out, 20, 30 minutes out from the metro and uh, a little bit more residential in a residential area. And it's always been great because when you live in a residential area, firstly, the pricing is like residential and you get to experience life in, in Paris, like how the Parisians will live their life. Okay, and there are a lot of people that live in Vincennes. So it's it's nice, beautiful, great place. And I will recommend all of you to travel like that, right? And specifically in France, it will be Vincennes for me. And at this moment, I thought I would share with you a little bit about uh, metro services, okay, in Paris. Paris alone, huh? So I'm sure many of you have traveled, whether is it in Singapore, you use EasyLink card, or if you go to Malaysia, you use Rapid KL card, you use Oyster card in Hong Kong. I think uh, we also use Oyster card in London, or Yo-Yo card in Taiwan, whatever, right? So it's quite a common thing as you travel to many big cities these days, whether is it in the East or in the West, whatever, you buy a Metro card and then a Metro card kind of bring you around, right? Pretty much that's the situation. In France... The situation is a bit interesting. <laughs> so in France, they do have some sort of a card called Nouvelle or something. There's some sort of a card there. But what most people do, because the card actually charges you by unlimited travels within a day. Okay, unlimited travels within a day. Which, to be very clear, I think for most people when you travel in France, a lot of the, most of the attraction will be within the same area. Okay, most of the attraction that you will go to, the very stereotypical one, right? They will all be within the same area. So you don't really need to tap in, tap out a lot, right? I do think a lot of people always get tricked by this kind of unlimited travel card, right? <laughs> you realize, hey, I only tap in once, tap out once only. So I don't really need that much. So the other way to travel around in the French metro, metro only, huh? is you can buy these uh, tickets. Okay, so you can buy in bulk, a pack of tickets. One trip is 190 euro. If you buy in bulk, which is a 10 trip ticket, right, is about, I think, 16, 50 euros. So it's a bit cheaper. And I would say if you stay in Vincennes or you stay slightly out, you will need to be taking the metro. If you live right in the heart of Paris, then you may not need to take a metro at all, right? So depending on where you are, first few days don't really need to do it. If you realize that you're traveling a lot, then uh, you can buy the pack of 10. It's cheap. But yeah, the experience is quite cute. Uh. So it's like in the 90s, in the 2000s, I remember like, like we we millennials, we've probably been through this. Right? You tong the coin and then they give you the ticket and then you like, you take the ticket and put it through the machine, right? So Paris is still kind of stuck in that process, right? You put the ticket through the machine, sh- and they come out, you hold the ticket and then you go in. But please keep the ticket because sometimes there'll be random inspectors that will inspect your tickets. And so is the metro dangerous? No, it's not. I would say it's okay. Metro is pretty okay. I, I took mostly Metro 1, which is probably one of the newer ones. It's okay. 
Right, so it's not as bad. Yeah, I think people are a little bit caught on when they talk about like, oh, Pari, very horrible, blah, blah, blah. But it's a lot of dog shit around. This is true, okay? <laughs> so yes, uh, that is my short little tangent, but I will highly recommend you to live in Vonsen. I had a great experience and I have a great patisserie to recommend. It's called Grand Pre, okay? G-R-A-N-D-P-R-E, Grand Pre. If you stay in Vonsen, you will go there every day. Trust me, I go there every day. <laughs> It's very nice, very tasty and very affordable. It's the cheapest one around, but one of the best quality. It's a lovely, lovely bunch of people. Yeah, just servicing the community. And also in Vincennes, there's Chateau de Vincennes, which is a castle. And there's a lot of parks, you know, big, big botanical gardens with like jazz performances, all that. It's, it's a lot. Like, it's a little bit of a bougie, upscale town kind of thing, right? It's very nice and affordable and relatively affordable compared to staying in Paris. And trust me, you really don't want to live in Paris. <laughs> After all, it's dirty. A lot of people... And, and to be clear, I'm not saying that it's dirty, like there's like rubbish all around. It's not. It's just that Let's be real, uh, in the heart of the city, it's always dirty. A lot of cars, a lot of pollution, a lot of smells and sounds and noise and people. It's always dirty and noisy, okay? As much, even in Singapore. It's just that in Singapore, there are a lot of trees, so you don't feel it. But actually, when I'm back in Singapore, I can feel my nostrils clogging up. I can feel my face very dirty. And this is a natural order of things because there's just a lot of cars, right? So you, you cannot blame it, right? Which is why, which is why I've shifted my position. I've come to realize the beauty of EVs. Okay, let's move to EVs so that we can no longer have dusty streets and noisy towns. Maybe that will be a thing of the past. But at this point in time, yeah, I would recommend you live in Vincennes, maybe not in Paris itself. Which brings me to point number three, and that is to visit other places that are near Paris, right? So the intercity or interstate trains are relatively affordable, okay? Relative to London, relative to England. In Paris, interstate buses and interstate trains are relatively affordable, right? So it's like 9 euro, 10 euro, 20 euro, you can get to another state. It's not crazy. And I would say... After four or five days in Paris, enough already, right? Unless you are like an historian and you want to go super deep. If you are like me, Emily in Paris kind of level, then after what you take photo, enough, enough. Okay, move on. Oh, a fun fact. Do you know that the Eiffel Tower was actually yellow when it was first built? The color kept shedding over time, okay? And that's why the lift is the only one that's yellow today. Yeah, so I'll try to visit these other towns. I am living in Rouen at this point in time, which is the capital of Normandy, which is where Gabriel wanted to open his restaurant. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I like it. It's a bit like an Ipo, smaller town. Nothing particularly stands out, but really cute little shops around. Also a beautiful lake, a beautiful river. Uh, yeah, I, I like this small town kind of vibes and you will find your little corners here and there, right? So Rouen, I went to Le Havre. Uh, I will be going to Lille, which will border Belgium. And then I will from there go to Brussels and all that, right? So one interesting thing about being in France is that a lot of these transportations are still publicly run. And the French are very proud, very proud that it's publicly ran. Because when I was in London taking my Eurostar train to Paris, I actually asked one of the French person, uh, excuse me, uh, je ne parle pas français. It means I don't speak French. Do you speak English? And then she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then I was asking her, I was like, how is the transportation? Blah, 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 because that was my main concern after getting to the other side. And she very proudly proclaimed, oh yeah, it's all public. It's all run by the public, right? Which is great. That means it's affordable compared to London. Horrible. London, wow, the transport in out, okay, from 
some little suburb town to get to London City, in and out, one day you spend close to £10, okay, just to travel. Okay, so in, in Paris, much cheaper. In Paris, much, much cheaper. So with that, you should capitalize on it. And if you stay a little bit longer, as with any other travels, you amortize, right? If you fly in here already, you stay a bit longer. You Every day, your air ticket becomes cheaper. So I will highly recommend all of you to travel into other towns. Rouen, Le Havre, uh, Lille, Brittany. Yeah, it's, it's all very nice, very beautiful. And it's not far away from uh, Paris. And I will say, honest, uh, honest, I like these places more than Paris because they are smaller, less dense, more unique, less big city, you know, vibes. Uh. I, probably I'm not a big city person. <laughs> so yeah, thank you for joining me on my little trip in Paris together with Emily. If you have any questions specifically to Paris, uh, you can always ask me on our Telegram group. I'm very happy to share with you. I'm going to sum up uh, three pointers for all of you. Number one is the Parisians love to queue also. You got to book in advance. Sometimes you don't even have queue, right? If you don't book, don't go, right? Don't go into random restaurants. They tend not to perform that well. Uh, your cheapest dining option is the boulangerie, which is amazing. You will love it first five days. After a while, you, you may not like it as much. It'll be a sien. But yeah, book, book, book. People love to queue. No queue, don't go. Don't trust Google review. Point number two is to try to um, live out of Paris, right? So in Paris, there is the main area. There's a circle in Paris. That's where things are very expensive and everybody lives there. I would highly recommend you to live out of it. And my personal recommendation is Vincennes, right? Vincennes, Chateau de Vincennes, last stop of Metro 1. Beautiful place, suburby. You can check it out and visit Grand Prairie. Okay, tell Grand Prairie that you heard about this on the Financial Coconut. Right? <laughs> tell them to subscribe, put our logo down there. <laughs> and the last thing is, if you're already in Paris and as far as you go, you only understand France by Emily in Paris, then you should try to visit other towns, other cities. The public transport is very affordable. Interstate travel is very affordable. Go to Rouen, go to Le Havre, go to Lille. Uh, there are many other places to visit that I think will give you a better experience. And it is true. It is true, huh? the stereotype that Parisians are a little bit more stuck up, a little bit more cold. Right? And people out of Paris are a little bit friendlier. So yeah, with that, I hope you learned something useful today. See ya! Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful, interesting when shared, debated and discussed. Join our community telegram group, follow us on our socials, reach out to me for any questions that you want in Paris and if you're listening in uh, French Tourism Board, you can sponsor us. Very happy for that. <laughs> but yeah, if there was one thing that I really hope you would do is to share this on your socials. It massively helps us to grow and grow our network so that we can, you know, continue to command good numbers and and continue to uh, get sponsors like no sponsor no show okay so yeah i hope you enjoy the podcast and this tangent topic with me bye bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Yes, so uh, recently times are a little bit crazier. I know finances are down, you know, at least more like investments are down. Some people are feeling jaded because you've been locked in and so long. So if you are traveling and if you happen to be in Pari, I hope you uh, had a great idea what to do and uh, small little recommendations here and there to sprinkle to your itinerary, okay? Next week, we will continue the three-part series with Adrian on how to focus on increasing your pay. And uh, yeah, in- enough said. You already heard from it last week and I hope next week we're going to focus, okay? Next week, we're going to focus on actually going in to ask for your pay, right? Last week, we talked a little bit about preparing, getting things uh, together. And yeah, this week, we're going to go in for the kill. So yeah, we'll see you next week and yeah, thanks for loving the podcast and thanks for listening all the way until here. Listen to me ramble about my experience in Paris. <laughs> I'll be back soon. See you all. Okay, since, you know, we started with a song you listen to here, we must end with the song, my right? Je ne veux pas travailler, oh, je ne veux pas déjeuner, je ne fais Nikan, Nikan, NDP, you could have looked for me, right? <laughs> Only always look for the same people. I will see you next year huh? on NDP stage. <laughs> and, and yeah, I, I sincerely hope in post-production they will add my backing track, okay? <laughs> they will add some sort of backing track to support it. <laughs> yes, Mindy's key a bit high for our guy, okay? It's in the Pasajo area. For all of you that sing, okay, you know what I'm saying. For all of you that don't, I promise, I promise I will not anyhow sing anymore, okay? So don't unfollow, okay? <laughs> But NDP, I serious eh? If you want me next year, okay, okay, well, I can. Cheaper than Dafi Batisa, okay? I will see you guys next year. <laughs>